Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Modern Day Mujeres. This is Liz. And this is Mel. And today, as promised, we have an episode that we would like to share her story. Um, she reached out to me and, you know, she's like, I need to be on here. And like we always tell you guys, just feel free to let us know you want to appear, you want to tell your story, or you want to let us tell your story. I mean, by any means. And so I'm going to allow her to introduce herself so you guys get to know her. Say hey. Hi, guys. <laughs> Um, I'm Isa Reli, but um, some people call me Izzy or Isa. Mm-hmm. So I'm so excited to be here. I'm so excited. So happy to finally be on here with you. Yeah, guys. we're so yeah. glad you were, you know, you're wanting to be on I here. Know. Most most people shy away and they're like, I don't want to be up here talking about my business. Yeah. So, you know, and she was so graciously like welcoming with drinks. So, yeah. you know, we were and snacks. And, <laughs> and snacks. She made these cute little brownie heart shapes. She's so cute. I know. And, you know, just before here, we all had a moment of transparency (laughs) and, you know, kind of getting comfortable, you know, because it it is hard to be transparent and it's hard to open up to people that from time to time you're just kind of like, I don't know how they'll take to my story. I don't know how they'll take to what I have to say. Like, am I interesting enough? Am I, you know, good enough for people to listen to me? But what we like to say is your story may open up to someone else and make them known that they're not alone. So that's Mm, one of the things that me and Mel have really aimed for is to let you guys know that your story may not be interesting to, you know, a percentage of people, but to other people, it might shine a light on, you know, the, I guess, like the wholesome of motherhood, you know, motherhood brings you together in different kinds of forms. So, I mean, you're a mom of five, (laughs) right? It feels like 20. But yes, five. Yeah, and so that's amazing. I mean, if you guys ever had the chance to um, check her out, she also does permanent makeup, which you do eyebrows mostly, right? Yeah, it's mostly eyebrows, but I do like eyeliner and lip shading, just anything that has cosmetic tattooing pretty much Mm -hmm. um, is what I do. So yeah. But girl, you hustle. I know. She's a, I see her on her IG. I'm like, damn, that girl works. Yeah. Yeah. Like, she got me tired. <laughs> just by watching her. So I just her. feel like you kind of have to. Yeah. Like, there's been times where, and I know Liz knows this because she knows me personally. Like, there's times where I'm just sitting here trying to figure out, okay, I have this going on. How I'm going to pay it. You know, what What do I have to do to get this money in my pocket? Like, and I, I started cleaning houses on the side mm-hmm. because that's how my mom raised me she um was a nurse in mexico for 30 years and she left her whole career and came to a country where that was invalid so she had to start um cleaning houses and hustling and she would take me because she didn't have a sitter for me sometimes and so i learned like i learned how to clean i learned how to care for details stuff that i don't do in my own home but (laughs) it's just something that it just kind of opened my mind to if I have a job and it's not providing for me, I still have an outlet. I still have, you know, I have, thank God I have working feet, working hands. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if yeah. I have to scrub a toilet, hey, like I'll do it. Mm-hmm. It's going to pay my bills. Yeah. Yep. yeah. And that's really all I care about, you know. And, and some women, you know, kind of, I feel like will kind of feel stuck, you mm-hmm. know. And I, I've encountered a few that will write me like, how do you do it? Or how do you, um, how do you find the energy? But it's like, if you don't have a choice. If, if you are presented with this situation where you don't have help, you don't have mm-hmm. family support, you don't have, you know, a husband or you don't have someone that's going to have your back. Like, if I just sit here and cry, like, how am I going to pay this rent? Right. How am I going to pay these yeah. bills? Like, these kids need. And then they don't just need things. They want things. Yeah. So you don't want to be that mom that's like, no, you can't have that because we're broke. You mm-hmm. know? Yeah. So uh, I've learned to push myself. And it's hard. Don't get me wrong. It's hard. There's days where I'm just like, I open my eyes. I don't sleep. I'll sleep like two, three hours. And then I'm just thinking, like, how am I going to get through the day? Sometimes I don't have a sitter. I have to carry the two little ones with me. Mm-hmm. And thankfully, that's one of the things I'm really grateful for. They're good kids. Like, yeah. Caleb, um, my, my toddler, he's three. He has such a, he's an angel. Like, he's an <laughs> angel. And I just, you know, I'm so grateful for him because his spirit is just so awesome. Like, he, he's just a great kid. Mm-hmm. And Melody, I feel like she's kind of following in that because mm-hmm. um, she'll chill in her stroller. 
if I'm working four or five hours, like, yeah. she'll just hang out. But, I mean, it, it's just that situation where you have to do what you got to do because yeah. you don't have help. You don't have income. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you so, just hustle. And I, I admire that. Yeah. So Thank you. Much. I know. Yeah. That's amazing because your kids are, they range from, what, 12 years old? Yes. Yeah, so, my oldest, um, my daughter, uh, she's 12. Mm-hmm. And then my youngest, uh, she'll be six months. Next so they range oh from you got a you got preteen <laughs> down to like an infant girl. <laughs> Let me tell you, yeah, yeah. No, so I but preteen. I can imagine baby. you do everything you do for them. I mean, at the end of the day, you're gonna break your back because your kids need you. You know, mm-hmm. and it's admirable. Like Mel said, I mean, I you know, it's just sad that you've come across like s- stories where like moms you know just kind of like dip out you know to to be honest like i've heard the stories they can't take it and not every woman is meant to be a mom and that's okay that's not to like you know shame anybody or guilt anybody but also once you do become a mom your whole world shifts i think that's that's a major Mm -hmm. thing and that's that's what you do your whole world shifts you are you know you're a mom you're gonna handle what you gotta handle so like for people who are always wondering besides like how do you do it like in the highlight of things motherhood is is amazing but it's also hard and i know you briefly talked about melody's birth and that's the most (laughs) recent and that's the most recent birth and and you kind of went you know you kind of did a live and you talked about giving birth but for the people who didn't get to watch your live um, tell us briefly how Melody's uh, birth was. Yes, so my daughter decided to come outside in the front seat of her dad's car. <laughs> <laughs> and every time I say that, I'm like, wait, what? Like, I still can't believe like it. Like, you went through that. And I look at her and I'm like, did you really do that to me? Because it's, you see that on Facebook videos. Mm-hmm. You see that yeah. in, in like, you see that everybody, everybody else going through that and like that show like crazy birth story oh yeah yeah yeah. and you never think that it's gonna be you mm-hmm. and then it's you and then you're like what happened mm-hmm. you know because also i feel like as women we like think of like our births in our head you know like oh they're gonna be perfect yeah and, you know painless and all kinds of peachy moments but it birth is such a raw thing yeah and you just I, when I see women like that have their kids at home, I'm like, mm-hmm. why? Like, <laughs> there's hospitals, there's ma'am. medicine, like yeah. there's why? epidurals, yeah. and so you know, with her, it was very. I mean, I didn't. That wasn't intended, of course. Um, I was only 36 weeks pregnant when mm-hmm. I had her. And so I was having, you know, the usual Braxton Hicks, you know, every other week. Um, that very day, uh, her dad was here. Um, he doesn't live with me. So, but he was here that day to help me throughout the night with the younger one because I was really huge and uncomfortable at this time. So, he came over, brought dinner. I was hanging out, but I just felt tightness. Mm-hmm. It wasn't pain. It was yeah. just like, you know, your, your mild Braxton Hicks. So, my mom was also here. Um, she tends to spend the night every other week. If she has stuff to do in the area in the morning, she'll oh, just uh-huh. come crash at my place. Yeah. Um, so, thankfully, she was here that night, but... So she's like, you know what? Why don't you go to Parkland? Just because you're you just you can't walk, you're miserable. Just go get checked out. But the thing, you know, for for you guys that have had babies at Parkland, you know that if you're not in labor, they they're going to send you home. They don't yeah. play. They don't want to mm-hmm. deal with you. So I was like, I don't want to go and then just get dealt with the fact that they were going to send me home and turn yeah. you back. Yeah. But anyways, I got ready. This was like at 2 a.m. I put on pajama pants and I was like, you know what? Just take me. Just have me checked. But then our way, on our way over there, I was fine. I was like, you know what? Can we just go home? Like, I really don't want to do it. <laughs> yeah. And I was, in my mind, is like, my kids have to be up in three hours, three, four hours. Mm-hmm. So that's just me. Like, I was just, like, worried about them. I have to help them get ready. I'm not really help them, but, like, wake them up, make sure everybody has their, their homework, yeah. all that. Mm-hmm. So I was stressed about that because my mom's not really good at that. So we left the house. But we ended up coming home. So I felt fine. I actually fell asleep around 5.30 in the morning. I got up and I was like, you know what? I feel weird. Like Mm -hmm. I just felt pressure. I was just kind of feeling crazy. Um, I took a shower. When I got out of the shower, I lay down on my bed, like on all fours kind of, and my water breaks. Oh, Oh my God. I still had no pain, though. I just felt the Mm -hmm. snap and I just felt the The water water gush. So I was like... Okay, it's time to go. (laughs) 
So, you know, I get my kid's dad and I'm like, hey, like my water broke. Can we go? He freaked out from the moment I said that. Oh, like, they look he, like chickens with their heads cut <laughs> off. Like, he was like, I told you. I told you we should have gone to the hospital. Like, I didn't want to do this. Yeah. He was, I was like, you know what? There's no point in arguing. Can yeah. we just get in the car and go? We put our two, then two-year-old in the car, in his car. Mm-hmm. My mom was going to take my older kids to school. And so we get on 30. Girl, by this time, it was like 6. 30 in the morning mm. traffic oh God. it was like i have never left my house that early so i was like what is going on like why, yeah, why is it so packed? traffic yep. so we were stuck on 30 for about 10 minutes and i started feeling the contractions but so I, they came in hard yes yeah. but i wasn't making any noise because i knew that if i freaked out he was gonna yeah. freak out oh, and i God. needed him to drive me like get me there <laughs> so i was just she's like, like in full mom mode yeah no, like i was yeah. like, like in labor and she's having to take care of him every contraction god yeah every contraction so i was like <gasps> literally girl like holding your breath like i was dying yeah i was like can you and then that day i remember it clear as day it was kind of like cool outside chilly Mm -hmm. so i want i needed the window down because i needed air Air. but then it was cold and i had my baby in the back so Mm -hmm. i was like crack the window and i had my arm out like holding onto the car like Mm -hmm. gripping it because it was so intense It, it just literally it was so fast for me like her birth was too much too fast so that's where I was like, what's going on, mm-hmm. you know? So we're on 30, and I was like, look, I need you to exit because I need you to get me to the hospital. I wasn't telling him why, what I was mm-hmm. feeling. I was like, just please get me there. He was rambling on. I was, like, tuning him out, just yeah. trying to focus. <laughs> and so he exits, you know, by where I'm at. Ferguson goes through the streets. He ends up back on 30. I don't oh know if you guys God. are familiar, like, downtown, how it splits. Oh, um, yeah. Denton it's crazy. And mm-hmm. I think it's, like, towards Oak Cliff or something. Yeah. Waco. It takes you, like, the other way, basically. Well, Denton was completely stopped. So yeah. he exited through going towards Fort Worth because we had to get to Parkland. That's mm-hmm. where I was. I was being seen by the um, the complications unit just because oh, I've had premiums had before. Premiums. Uh-huh. So he exits towards Fort Worth. He exits Sylvan. Once he exited Sylvan, I was like, I need you to pull over and call an ambulance because I felt my daughter's head. Oh, you <laughs> feel that? You feel, yeah. feel the crowning? It was. I. It feels like you just got hit by a train and someone's ripping like your body in half like it's so intense and and then you don't have medicine so i can girl i can only imagine like trying to focus on not having her in the car because i felt her and so at this point i'm like this in the seat like holding my bottom up you know and he was like no i'm getting you there i'm getting you there he was losing his mind so i pulled out my phone through my little side bag i had Uh uh-huh I called 911 because he was just, like, not there. Oh, my God. So, I called 911. I was like, I need an ambulance. And he was still driving. So, they're like, ma'am, where are you? I need you to pull over. I just threw the phone at him. And so, at this point, I have my leg where his, like, little switch thing. Like the stick shift? Yeah. And then I'm holding my body up through the outside of the car. So, like, my butt's in the air. Mm. So, my legs are, like kind of crazy one on the dashboard one on where he's driving Mm -hmm, uh and i'm like i need you to pull my pants down because i i had been holding her in for about maybe five minutes i try to think back on that Mm -hmm. it was maybe about five minutes and that goes by fast but it feels like i was literally using everything in my in in like every fiber in my body to hold her in because every contraction felt like she was just gonna fall out of me oh Oh my god it was so intense (laughs) i'm like right here clenching my my freaking thighs together like i'm not trying to give birth i'll never complain about a cramp ever again (laughs) because i just felt so guilty in my head i just kept thinking i should have gone to the hospital i should have you know because i've had so many kids you get comfortable yeah like no that's crazy happen like you're already thinking in your head i know what it feels like i know what's gonna happen i know my body yeah girl no Mm -hmm. so then i just remember him holding the phone like this and then he reaches over and he like yanks down my pajama pants uh-huh. and I was like uh, I pushed and my baby flopped out onto the seat <gasps> face oh down God! and I he was like freaking out like screaming like she's here talking to the people <laughs> on the other end she's out she came out 
And so well, you you guys weren't still driving, like you were pulled he over. He was right? still driving <gasps> when my daughter came out. Girl, oh my gosh, he didn't oh pull over God. until after I she plopped onto the seat. So I like finally sit on my bottom uh-huh. and I grab her and I flip her over and I'm just like, is she fine? Because I couldn't, I didn't have anything to suction her with. No, I mean this I was, was unexpected. Like, so I just held her against me. I was like patting her back, and so then he finally pulls into Sylvan and Singleton. Mm-hmm. Well, that's where the intersection we were at. Mm-hmm. It's a CVS. Um, he pulled into the CVS, and I was just like, he gets, runs out of the car, mm-hmm. goes back, grabs a blanket from my two-year-old, and just kind of covers us. Yeah. But I, my baby wasn't crying. Like, when she, oh when I flipped goodness. her over, she was just like, her eyes were wide open, her hands were wide open, she was just kind of looking around, like, hey, I'm, I'm here. here. <laughs> yeah. So, I was just like, she's oh not crying, God. like, she's not breathing right. I was just kind of freaked out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he, I see the ambulance coming. So, oh they pulled her into God. the CVS. And this is the thing that, like, I still laugh about. Uh-huh. So this, the ambulance comes up and they're like, oh, you had her. Like, you don't need us, you know? So they take my pants off, right? Mm-hmm. Because she was so attached to me, her umbilical cord. Oh, board. yeah, yeah. You have your so, placenta and everything. Girl, th- that morning was a busy morning. And that CVS is on like a real busy <gasps> intersection. Everyone saw your cooter. <laughs> my thing was like, am I on Texas Latino? <laughs> Like, have they record, like, oh, this girl just gave birth in the middle of, because I was, they, they took oh off my, my pants, God. right? Oh my yeah. I had to stand, because they couldn't lift me out of the car. I really? had to, because I was holding my daughter. Oh, my God. I had to get up out of the car and But as wiggle. naked, with, like, your umbilical but cord coming out of your vagina? Naked, bloody, oh like, gosh. sit on the gurney. So, I, there was cars, like, where, where that's at. Just. So, someone has that hey. video, girl. If y'all got that video, tag us. <laughs> oh, no. I was so worried. I was like, oh, what if? God. And I didn't think about it till like, after. Yeah. But I was like, oh, my gosh. You know everything's on social media. Everybody right? Everyone you. stops, yeah. like, real slow motion driving by. Like, why is the ambulance there? I know, why is the ambulance there? All in the Kool-Aid. Yeah. <laughs> So, I mean, that's, like, the one thing that I still laugh about. I'm like, oh, oh my, my God. God. Like, you were literally naked in that intersection, girl, because I had no, no pants, I wish no somebody, undies. like, somebody would have said something like, yeah, bitch, I just gave birth in the car. Like, say something. <laughs> that yeah, is so It was crazy. that um, kind of situation that I was like, wow. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's as raw as motherhood gets. You literally giving birth in a yeah. car. I mean, that's amazing. Like, girl oh mm, my God. no medicine <laughs> like shit i was the biggest baby with ezra the moment they're like do you want the medicine yes i'm not thinking <laughs> twice i don't want to feel the damn thing like i had the worst experience in my first birth so my second one i was like i want to be as comfortable i yeah. want to be like you know and it's nothing prepares you for all these like raw moments of yeah. motherhood i mean no matter how many kids you have mm-hmm. exactly like and every- it was a really bad experience. Like, I still feel like I have some type of... As this women, I feel like we kind of picture our... Like I said, picture our breasts kind of being perfect. Mm-hmm. So when yeah. they don't go as you plan them... Oh, yeah. It leaves like a void, kind of. Like, I still feel like... like I should have done this. Yeah. This should have been this way. I don't have so. any pictures of it. All Ooh. I have is a video that um, my kid's dad took mm-hmm. of his car. Like, how it was left. Like a murder scene. <laughs> Girl, it's a murder scene. Girl, like, it was not cute. And I feel sorry for whoever has to sit in that passenger's <laughs> end. I'm just saying. Like, but at least she's going to have a cool birth story. Like, she's going to When she gets older, yeah, she gets older. Yeah, she like, yeah, I'm like, I saved. The ambulance bill was like $1,200 for them to drive me two blocks. Yeah. So I was like, sis, this right here <laughs> is yours. <laughs> You're gonna you're gonna charge her that word yes, like and the ambulance bill. Here you go, sis. We're transferring this to your credit because, girl, it's crazy. Like yeah. they charge you even for like the clamp they use for her umbilical cord, girl. the IV. They charge you for the bitch. Pickup. Here's my shoelace. Use this to tie up the fucking umbilical cord. Save me that three hundred dollars. I've seen that. I've seen that. People crazy. like will tie like a shoelace on the umbilical cord mm-hmm. to cut oh, yeah. off, cut it off. And then you, this after that, you there's where you clip it. Well, they didn't cut it until I got to the hospital. And so. you know, I've heard, you know, I've heard stories that the longer that you keep like the umbilical cord attached, is better. better yeah. yeah, I've heard that from so many people, I've been and I that and I didn't know yeah. that was a thing. Like people who do water births or at home mm-hmm. births, they like the longer They'll you can keep it, keep it, it. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. I saw that too. Yeah, and that, that's really that's amazing. Like your what your body can do. Like you you were able to bear through. I mean that alone. Like I feel like a fucking little bitch for just Stop. being like, give me medicine. Like you know, no, like it definitely does have. It makes a big difference. Like whenever mm-hmm. I start feeling low or like I am, I'm tired. Like every day I'm tired, and I'm mm-hmm. like, you know what? You had a whole human come out of you Girl. by yourself because I didn't have mm-hmm. nobody to. You know, my kid's dad was sitting there freaking out. Like you I, had to baby him. Exactly. Yeah. I was literally looking out for him by not screaming my head off. So it was just that kind of thing where I remind myself, like, you know what? You did this. Like, You're what? a boss ass bitch. I know. <laughs> she is. But see, like, now I, I appreciate and I value, like, I follow a whole bunch of, like, birthing Instagram pages. And yeah. I'm like, wow, it takes so much. It does. And I feel like my birth with her was so easy compared to women that are in labor for hours. Because mm-hmm. my water broke, like, at 615. Mm-hmm. She was born at 7 a.m. on the dot. Girl. So that was only 45 minutes yeah. oh where it was like my body was like, sis, we're on it. Come yeah. on, boom, boom, bam. She was here. And then I was fine. Like, that's one thing about natural birth that, like, once you deliver. because once The I euphoria to- just kind of, like, takes yes. over. And it's like a, it's like an amazing feeling. Like, once you got that final push and they're out, it's like a sense of relief. Like, yeah. uh, like my body did this. Um, but I, I can't even imagine girl. Like I, I, <laughs> the moment my water broke, I was like, I freaked. I was the one freaking out. And I was like, we gotta go to the hospital. Like my water broke because with Audrey, my water didn't break, you know, yeah. and it was an induced labor, but girl, I went through 30 hours of labor with Audrey. So with Ezra, I was like, I do not want to do 30 hours. I don't want to be induced. So I was trying to go for like a more natural mm-hmm. kind of like a birth. So my water breaking it was a sign of relief, but I was like, I just know my water breaks. Here come the contractions. And I was such a baby. I was like, I don't want to feel any pain. Because yeah. I was still so traumatized from Audrey's 30-hour birth. Mm-hmm. And because it was induced, my dilation took forever. Like, I know mm-hmm. TMI, but like no, they had to like happened. break my water. Yeah. They had to like do all these things to like dilate my cervix. It was like so uncomfortable. I mean, seriously, the things women do to bring seriously. like little humans to the world, like that cannot go unrecognized yeah. and like like unapplauded. <laughs> like it's just it's it unbelievable. It doesn't matter how you give birth yeah. either. Like see sections to me scare oh, me i know like i give props to all of you guys i've had c-sections because mm-hmm. you they literally cut through like 10 layers of skin, skin. skin. Yeah. and i'm just the way they dig in your body yeah. i'm just like mm, no thank you they and your organs like lay yeah yes. i've seen videos yeah, like that insane. they move like, like oh your intestines are just laying right yeah. here like hold on real <laughs> yeah. quick this baby's <laughs> arms coming out it literally makes me feel like what i did was nothing, nothing. yeah in because i cannot imagine being cut open like that but that yeah. scares me oh no that yeah and me. i think we we briefly touched on it with um when we talked with deborah and we did the body positivity Mm -hmm. episode and she talked about the closest that you are to death is when you're giving birth without you know dying like you go through so much your body goes through such a trauma so i mean that alone that can tell you what a woman's willing to go through to give birth birth so beyond giving birth i mean you're gonna do everything and anything mm-hmm. to meet the needs and wants of your children. Yeah. If, it, like you talked about, having two, three side hustles, like you're gonna do everything and anything to for those them. kids, mm-hmm. and and that is like something beyond like I mean, any mother should be given like the world, mm-hmm. you know. After that, and but that's the reason you do it. You do it for your kids, regardless of you get a praise or you don't. Yeah. Like yeah. at the at the end of the day, that's what it comes down to. Mm-hmm. And I mean, after that, I mean, you can only imagine like you have oh my god melody like i hate it but it gives me baby fever oh, I'm just like, she's oh. so cute she's so i love her so cute. much like i'm not even she's just so perfect she like, is she really is the most perfect baby um i did struggle the first four months she wouldn't sleep like she would i remember that girl. that was horrible because it was like i could put her down because she wouldn't cry but she was awake so i couldn't fall asleep because i felt bad like she's just staring at the ceiling yeah like, and you just don't know if, yeah yeah and once you're tired girl you're tired i was a zombie like, the first four months for yeah. sure i just was not sleeping um she there's nothing wrong with her she wouldn't cry but she just wouldn't sleep she wouldn't sleep for more than 30 45 minutes straight she would just catnap 
Yeah. She would sleep 30 minutes, wake up. Sleep 30 minutes, wow. wake up. And that was just my and life. And she, she has been the only baby that's done that to you? The only baby. Oh, girl. My other kids were <laughs> perfect. Like, I never had any issues with their sleep. But see, that's the thing. Like, it's hard to be like, this, this baby was perfect. And this baby <laughs> was perfect. And your baby's so perfect. Like, yeah. it, it's hard to be like, any baby's perfect. They're perfect regardless of... They sleep a lot. They breastfeed. They bottle feed. Yeah, like they don't true. sleep. Whatever, regardless of it is, they're perfect no matter what yeah. in the mother's eyes. But so see, I it's think it's hard when you have to compare yourself. It's like, hard. I've had moms let, that let's be like, speak on that truth. It's hard <laughs> because you see, it is hard to be like, well, you know, fucking Karen's kids sleep all night. <laughs> they eat vegetables and you know they have like homemade meals every day. But then over here we're struggling and. I get maybe two hours of sleep. Mm. My kid will only eat chicken nuggets. And, you know, I'm lucky if I if I get a lunch that day. Yeah. So and that stigma, like, it's so hard. Like, the last thing any mother should do is have to compare themselves and, like, battle between mm-hmm. each other of whose kid is a perfect kid. I yeah. think, I think, I don't know, for me... I have to step back and be like, my kids aren't perfect, and I know it, but they're perfect for me. Yeah. And I'm and I'm not a perfect mother, but I'm perfect of a mother enough for them. Yeah. You know? So, Lisa, like, <laughs> girl, I'm going to yeah. shake you. Your kids are perfect. They're perfect for you. And whoever else, yeah. you know, has a different opinion, that doesn't matter. And, you know, so on for any other mothers. Their kids are perfect, you know, for them. Yeah. You know, I feel mm-hmm. like my kids will make me tear my hair out, and I'll be like, oh, my God, like, I'm going crazy. But you know, at the end of the day, I go home with like this, this huge heart of like, I miss my kids, even though I, I just went to the store yeah. or like, you know what I mean? So I can only imagine you feeling tired, but at the end of the day, you do it with such a like a gracious heart. And like, I mean, you're full of love. Those kids, girl, they're perfect. <laughs> like right girl. now in her home, you would not know that I there's know, five, that there's kids, five here. kids here. Uh-uh. I would not she was have like, guessed. I have five kids and it, it, they're all in the room. I'm like, what? Where? <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, why are you hiding them kids? <laughs> Did you sedate them for yeah, this? Right. <laughs> Dogs make more noise. <laughs> yes. Yes. My cat meows louder than your kids, girl. No, like that's one thing that I'm very grateful before like my kids have seen me struggle like they've seen us you know and I t- I'm very honest with them just mm-hmm. because in my um situation my mom kept me in a bubble she wouldn't really show me like struggles and like hey this is what happens and so with them I'm very open I'm very open like hey I'm stressed yeah. I've had a long day. Your mom's had to clean two, three houses. I've had three brow appointments. And I'm on my, like, literally bent over someone's face, yeah. tattooing them. So I'm tired, you know. And I told them, like, I don't get to go out. I don't get free time. Um, so I'm very honest. And I'm like, look, mom needs this. Like, I'm having, you know, this going on. So please. And I do complain about them. But then at the end of the day, when I compare them, I'm just like, you know what? Y'all are great. I really do have great kids that, yeah. you know care but i think because you're honest with them they appreciate that and you know and maybe you don't see that or they don't really realize it yet but i think they know because mom works so much yeah that okay we're gonna let her and i have, and, have her time and i feel so bad sometimes because like i will legit cry like i'm crying i'm like i'm so tired can you please stop fighting like yeah and it's I'll beat myself up later on because I'm like, I don't want them to see me like break down mm-hmm. or break apart or anything. But, you know, I'll tell them later on, like, I'm sorry. I just had a moment, you know, like yeah. it's human to feel like yeah. it's okay to have a breakdown. It's okay to, because I feel like one thing about that I want to be very open with them is mental illness. Like I want them to understand yes. that anxiety is real. Depression is real. You know, I come from a really, um, Mexican mom, like depression, no, que es eso? Ponte yeah. it, doesn't, it doesn't exist. Yeah. Like, yeah. que depresión y que nada. Ponte a recoger, you know, yeah. and, and it's not real. And it, that's something that, that I went through postpartum depression twice and it was crippling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Suicidal. Like, I couldn't even eat. I couldn't even shower. Yeah. And so I feel like because there's a stigma, like, you're, mm-hmm. you're a mom, you're not allowed to be broken, you're not allowed to have down moments. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, it's, it's a real thing, so I'm really open with my kids. Like, it's okay to have a bad day. It's okay to feel like you're not yeah. enough some days. You know, these are normal human feelings. Yeah. And, you know, I've even 
I'm, I'm in the process of putting my daughter into therapy just because I want her to have an outlet. Yeah. That's not me. That's amazing. That's yeah. so good that you're open to that and you're doing that for her, for her and mental she, health. And she doesn't understand. Yeah. She's like, I don't want to talk to a stranger. Like, but, but that's because... the thing. You have to desensitize them mm-hmm. in, in some point in their life to be able to feel. Because yeah. I feel like a lot in, in the Latino culture, I think that comes from like that stigma of talking to strangers or that stigma of like what will the people say you know what I mean but at the end of the day I think once you desensitize them to certain emotions and certain feelings it's easier for them when they grow up to be able to comprehend their feelings and kind of grasp their emotions and be able to be like speak on it you know what I mean and not hold it in and not make it turn into like an anger situation Mm -hmm. a hate situation or them even taking it out on other people yeah. Yeah. because they have they healthier d- relationships with exactly people. and, and with that's you like too with you you know when Most they get older they'll be able to call mom and be like okay mom this is how I'm feeling today or this yeah. happened today instead of like hiding something Sorry. from mom because I know I've done that for my parents so yeah. I'm like I just go to my room and shut the door and it's mm-hmm. like they don't know anything how I feel yeah you know? so it's like it's important for your parents to know how see you the feel. thing with my preteen that I'm struggling with right now and why I can even considered um, counseling for her um, she, I feel like she's going through changes and she doesn't understand them. So she tries to kind of vent them out in a mm. negative way. Mm-hmm. Like I've noticed that, you know, she'll be in a bad mood for no reason. She'll kind of lash out at us for no reason. Yeah. And I tell her all the time, your feelings are valid. You it's okay up, to feel. Yeah, yeah. You can wake up in a bad mood and hate the world because I've had those moments. Mm-hmm. And I've had someone tell me, no, those are wrong. No, that's not real. Mm-hmm. Snap out of it. Mm-hmm. So I want her to understand that, hey, that's real. But the only thing that you have to be aware of is once you start being disrespectful, mm-hmm. that's where we cross the line. Yeah. yeah. So I just feel like maybe she needs someone that's not mom that she can just kind of vent out to mm-hmm. and show her how to deal with her feelings and her thoughts and in her, a healthy way yeah. in a healthy way because mm-hmm. I didn't have that and so now that I'm an adult I struggle like I struggle mm-hmm. a lot with you know my feelings my emotions mm-hmm. and how do I go about this today we all do yeah. so I can only imagine that if as a teenager who is going into these preteen years when the hormones are kicking in mm-hmm. and all that I can only imagine what goes through their mind because they don't know better. They don't know any better. And even as adults, we don't know how, how healthy of a mind we have, how healthy, you know, of our, our emotions are. If we speak on them, you know what I mean? It's just like, so I can only imagine for a teenager who hasn't gone through these feelings and they're new as to compare to even an adult, like even new feelings or new signs of like, how you, you know postpartum or new signs of depression anxiety etc mm-hmm. like like mental health is real like it yeah. you know it's not something yeah. that should be frowned upon or shied upon to talk about you know what i mean and so i mean that's amazing that you're taking those steps for her because if she if you don't feel uncomfortable enough to help her out you just never know how much that can and it's yeah. not really that i'm not comfortable um I just really don't know how, honestly. Okay. Like, my relationship yeah. with my own mom is totally different. It, yeah, if you're not taught, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. it's hard for you to teach that on somehow. Exactly. Yeah. And that's just really what I tell her. Like, I also, I tell her, like, I don't ever want you to feel like I'm I'm a friend to you because mm-hmm. I'm your mom before anything. Mm-hmm. And I, sometimes I catch myself where, like, I want to listen to her. But then I'm like, no, 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 because I'm your mom. You know, like, I yeah. want to just it's hard to It's yeah. hard to step yeah. back from that mom role. So that's just really where I struggle. Like, I want you to trust me, but just know that if you're wrong, I'm going to snap at you and whoop your behind. Like, yeah. And I think that's why she kind of holds herself back. Like, I don't Mm want to, I want to vent to you, but I don't want to vent to you. Mm -hmm. So I just figured, you know, it's, it's so much help for these kids these days. You know, there's so many options and I'm glad for it. I'm happy for it. Mm -hmm. Um, And we're kind of easing into the idea that she will be seeing someone and Mm -hmm. like talking. And then, and that's good because sometimes parents take that pride upon themselves that no, like my kid, my kid can't go tell their feelings to a stranger. Like that's what I'm here for, you know? And that's when you're, you're being a little bit selfish. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That you, you want to be the one to handle everything for them. When in reality, sometimes parents 
do need to step back and need to be like, okay, maybe I'm not the best person to talk to yeah. them. Yeah, it takes and, a and lot it takes... for a, per- par- a person or a parent to mm-hmm. actually do that for their own kid. Yeah. Because you as a parent want to think that you have you're it right. under control mm-hmm. and you're right. Yeah, that's so, so true. Yeah, so that's just what we're doing now. But And then her being my oldest girl because it's her and then three boys. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like there's a lot of pressure on her. And I try, out of all my kids, I feel like she's the, most, the one I'm the most lenient with. Mm-hmm. Just because she is a girl and I've been there mm-hmm. and I try to understand her. You know, my boys, I'm more like, they're on top of everything. Like, they clean their room. They tidied up the living room for me today. She's more of, I'll think in my head, oh, she's in a bad mood. So let me just let her catch a break. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So then that's where I struggle too. Like, am I letting her get off too easy? Mm-hmm. Am I making her lazy? It's just really, it's real hard, you yeah. know, to kind of, they say that, I mean, I've had people tell me all the time, like, how do you do it with a three-year-old and a baby? But honestly, they're the easiest ones. Because they don't talk. They don't talk. They don't talk they don't. storm. But yeah. he just wants to eat and watch cartoons all day. Like, that's uh-huh. his deal. You yeah. know, my older kids, when they start going through emotions and puberty mm-hmm. and life and their bodies changing. That's true. And they start having opinions and concerns. And I'm like, can we not? You know, because <laughs> I can barely deal with myself. And I'm yeah. having to deal with other people. Because they're, they're their own person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I feel like we forget that sometimes yeah. as moms. Yeah. That these are actual human beings that are going to grow up to be out in this world. Yeah. So. Who you're raising. You exactly. want to make sure yeah. they're like, going to be like like good contribution to society. Yeah, exactly. You know. They're not going to the be. You know. Little shitheads. Exactly. That you got to like. You know. Snatch you in there. Like yeah. I tell them all the time. It's really easy to be a bad mom. It's oh. easy to mm-hmm. be a bad mom. Oh, yeah. To be a good mom. It it's, takes work. I was like, so don't think that everything I do for you is easy. It's not easy. And you can't make them appreciate you. I just literally sit there and just pray that time goes by fast. Like, please, Lord, let them grow up. (laughs) So they can look back and be like, wow, my mom really cared about me. Because I know they're kids. They don't understand, you know, sacrifices that you do and just everything that you do for them every day. It's it's, you know, and it's frustrating. I mean, I think they would see when they get older and Mm -hmm. they start paying their own bills and you know having their own responsibilities that they would hopefully understand (laughs) i cannot how did my mom do this with five of us you know i cannot wait you don't understand like i know there's people they're like i just wish time would slow down no ma'am I wanted to go. Can we skip? Can we skip a How few many more years? years so you can get a job. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so I just, you know, that's just really where I'm at. Like I just, I try to take it day by day, mm-hmm. but it's. I just pray to God. Like, please, can we just? Hurry. What yeah. did I tell you? You got to get on your DeLorean and just go, <laughs> go into the future. Girl. See, the thing with my daughter, like, she's a good kid. They're all she good really kids, is a good girl. Kid. Like, I've, I've met all of them. I've had interactions with all of them. And they'll talk to you. Yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. Like, oh, please. So thank you. Like, you're doing great, Isa. Like, if anything, I commend you in everything and anything you do. Like, seriously, it, it takes a a great woman but even takes a greater mother to to have these kids and and raise them right like you know it's it's hard but i mean if anything if it comes from me like girl you're doing an amazing job and i know mm-hmm. other people can say just as much because if my house sounded this quiet with my <laughs> kids like i'll be in fucking paradise oh. <laughs> no, no but yeah it's that. amazing and you're you do so much and how long ago did you start doing the permanent makeup so it's been see i took a course years ago but I feel like permanent makeup kind of changes. Like, there's different techniques. Mm-hmm. There's all these kind of, like, shading and manual shading. And you just, you have to keep up just with everything else. Like, with hair, all that. You know, there's new mm-hmm. styles. Oh, new yeah, stuff. yeah. So, when I first took a class, I wasn't too confident on it. It was like, I've always wanted to do something in, like, the beauty industry field. Mm-hmm. But I've, I was a mom at 18, going on 19. So I had to get to work. There wasn't like, oh, I want to pick and choose my career. And I do commend, you know, moms that do stick to it and work at the same time. Mm-hmm. But I was very weak-minded when I first became a mom. Mm-hmm. I was just like, you know what, I can't do it. School's too hard. Yeah. Plus work, plus the baby. And so I just stuck to work and I put myself on the on the back burner and I just didn't focus on getting an education or a career 
And, you know, I just became a resident like three years ago. Mm-hmm. So all of my adult life, I was just trying to work wherever I could work. It mm-hmm. wasn't like I had an option. So I was waiting tables. I was working at sports bars. I was waitressing at strip clubs. Like whatever would give me money without them looking into my background mm-hmm. was like mm-hmm. whatever I could do. Yeah. And, you know, I it, it sucked because it was situations where I wouldn't see my kids or I was tired. You know, and then you're put into this lifestyle where there's alcohol and there's drugs. There's a whole bunch of stuff. And you just, you lose yourself kind of. Yeah. Like you just kind of, you, you're so caught up in, in the lifestyle that you... And you're young, too. Like, I was young. I had three kids by the time I was 21 years old. And so, and they were so close together. So it's that kind of thing where, like, you're just kind of, it's like a whirlwind. Like, it's yeah, a tornado yeah. of, of stuff. And you don't even know who you are at 21. Mm-hmm. You know? No, you're, you're still, still finding yourself. Exactly. So I can only imagine as a mother. Yeah, it was very, very difficult time for me. And so once I got, you know, my residency and I had options, like, mm-hmm. oh, wow, now I'm able to work wherever I want without yeah. someone, like, having their eye on me or mm-hmm. calling immigration yeah. or you know, that's scary. That's a scary thing. And so I uh, had a friend, um, Andrea, at Eyebrow Studio. Well, shout out to her. Um, I saw her posting, like, her work. And so I was like, you know what? Like, this is something I really like. Like, I really like it. It's something that makes people feel good. Yeah. Like, whenever I have clients that don't have brows and they walk out of here with a full set of bomb brows and, like, mm-hmm. their face just lights up and they're confident and, like, I just love that feeling yeah. of like doing, you know, that. So like you're doing a service to someone. Yeah. Exactly. You know? mm-hmm. And and so I saw her posting like what she was doing. So I reached out to her and I was like, you know what? Like I really want to do this. She kinda gave me different names of people that I could take a course from. And I did it. Mm-hmm. And you know, I didn't jump into doing just the PMU right off the bat just because I've always been a scaredy cat <laughs> I like a stable paycheck like yeah, yeah. I need a paycheck every two weeks I have kids I have to feed I have you know rent I have food I have to buy so you know the thing with the beauty industry is that it's unstable like sometimes moms yeah. don't have money to yeah. get their brows done sometimes yeah. you know hey economy hits hard whatever it may be you don't make the same amount of money every week yeah it's always different always fluctuates so, of course, I was like, no, I can't. I can't just jump into it. It's irresponsible, yeah. you know. And so I was working my full-time job and just doing the brows on the side. And so then, finally, um, I had an issue at work where, because my kids were having to go to after-school program, then get picked up by a babysitter, then picked up by me. I wasn't making it home till like, 1030 at night. So having to do homework, catch up on laundry. Girl. Like, it was just oh, wow. really too much. So um, they wouldn't change my schedule at work. So I just quit that job. I was done. I was done with not seeing my kids, not being able to. I mean, I missed Caleb's first steps, crawling. Oh, yeah. Like, all that breaks your heart. Like, you you know, part of you kind of dies at that mm-hmm. because yeah. you weren't there for that. And so. Um, that mom guilt sets yeah. in. Oh, yeah. It's horrible. Oh, that's the worst. And so I was like, you know what? let me just do the brow thing until I find another job and so you know I was doing good I was making enough to pay my bills so I was like you know what I'm just gonna stick with it stick with it then um during that time me and my kid's dad were trying to work things out and trying to get our family back together um because we had been married for 10 years now so we're like let's just get back together work at it and so I got pregnant with Melody. So it was like, you know what? I can do this. Like, even if I have to kind of scrape by, like, I don't want to leave Caleb and I'm fully pregnant. Mm-hmm. So I've just been doing that. You know, I've been doing the brow thing and, and I love it. You know, I love mm-hmm. the people I come across. That's one of the things that they'll lie on my table and like vent their life. <laughs> and I'm like, and that's sis. Amazing. Yeah. You're a therapist. That's, yes. yeah. You become that. Yes. That's so true. I love it so much. Like, I come across women from all walks of life and it's, it makes me feel empowered too because there's a solidarity there yes yes and i i love it i love how they can feel relaxed i mean i'm sitting there giving doing something for them to make them feel good but they're venting like their life advice and they're actually got the advice um for counseling from one of um i know you guys know brenda from the adolescent parent oh yeah we've had her on our i did her mom's brows and her mom was the one that told me and i know brenda's a big advocate for counseling yes she She, is them Mm -hmm. too were the reason why 
why I even looked into it, you yeah. know, because yeah. her mom laid on my table and said flat out, like, this is what I dealt with with a teenage girl. Yeah. And this is what helped us. And this is what makes us feel good. And just having that help. Yeah. And so that opened a door for me. I would have never, I've never even thought of it. That's no, so you awesome. don't. That's amazing. Yeah. So it was because of them that I can truly say to you, you know, like, that's something that I, I considered mm-hmm. just because, you know, it's important. And um, you build relationships with those yeah. clients. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And then just watching them, like, just take different selfies. Like, <laughs> yes. I, that blows my mind. And I'm such a creep. Like, I'll screenshot them. <laughs> yeah. And look at my clients. Like, they're so beautiful. Like, they yeah. just take, like, all these fierce selfies. Yes. And they're on the beach with their brows. And I'm like, oh, yes. Like, I love what I'm doing. Yeah. You know, and it may not always pay me all the money that I want or that I need. Yeah. But it just that fulfillment. Like I could never just stop it doing makes brows. You feel good. Yeah, it mm-hmm. just makes me feel so good. And I just could never even if I do get other jobs, even if I'm out doing other things, like that's something that I feel like I'm always gonna do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just because it makes me feel good too. Like yeah. it makes me feel like I'm doing something for someone. Yeah. And I love it. I honestly do yeah. love it. Yeah. Girl, I I love all and you recently started doing kind of like the shaping for like younger girls. Oh yeah. Oh my god, that was so amazing. <laughs> yeah. I I I noticed like um, the pictures you posted. Like, oh, she's feeling herself, and she, <laughs> you know, she's twelve years old. And I was like, I I wish I you know I got that when I was twelve years old. Right. Right. <laughs> and um and and just that and and recently you know my daughter got her hair cut and she's like feeling her her best life. Like even that like that that gives women confidence yeah. to feel a certain way mm-hmm. about how they look and that gives them a confidence that gives you confidence because mm-hmm. i mean they're gonna that's your you know, work yeah, yeah. exactly yeah. that's your work and they're gonna refer you to the next person that asks them and you know and when i had met uh brenda i didn't know you had done her brows yeah. like i had no idea and then she just happenly like happened to mention that she, you know you did her brow I and i was like her. oh that's my girl <laughs> i love her yeah. i love her from the moment i met her i'm like God, you're so cool yeah. like you're you have twins at 17 like you're yeah. just so cool and i just she's came to me a few times she brought her mom in they're both you know their brows are on fleek i steal their yes. screenshots them all the time <laughs> and i'm just like i hope y'all don't think i'm creepy but no and her amazing. mom is just exact i mean the same yeah just as amazing oh, just know. you know it's just so cute how you see like mom and daughter how they evolved how mm-hmm. their relationship is yeah and it's I love it. I love yeah. it so much. You know, the whole... You're going to have that with your girls, too. Yeah. I Girl, I see it. I'm, I'm going to come back here and be like, <laughs> be like, I told you, girl. No, I think we all go through those moments that I feel like sometimes me and my daughter, like, we're going at it and Josh is there, like, eating his fucking popcorn. <laughs> like, did you just say it to your mom? But he's just right there, yeah. you know? And it's it's just those moments. I think I've, I've had those moments yeah. with my mom where we have tiffs and I'm just like... Where you're like the same person for like uh, five minutes and you yeah. just get on each other's nerves yeah. yeah i think that just that just happens it's <laughs> it's like a roller coaster of emotions you know girl, but girl yes. if if anything you're an amazing mom i know thank you yeah. i i appreciate that yeah. i don't always feel that so when i hear other people say it i'm like oh, thanks because i girl, i don't and, feel and you don't that need anybody's validation no, let me tell you that for you or any mother out there like you don't need anybody's validation of how good or how great of a mother you are you give birth to those kids and you're the best thing that will ever happen to those kids like regardless and even if you didn't give birth to them (laughs) if you're a foster mom you're a stepmom you're an adoptive mom those kids are your kids whether it's blood related or not like Mm -hmm. if you take care of them day in day out you wipe ass you you know (laughs) feed them them. yeah like even like mel she's a dog mom and i feel like sometimes her kids her dog kids come out more expensive than mine like mine have insurance hers don't i feel you i have a cousin that i actually transferred my fur baby to her yeah she is such a dog mom that i'm just like really like her baby has insurance through her job i'm like do you even have insurance like if you can't if you can't claim them as a dependent are they right like it's so it's so here's my story with the dogs. So mm-hmm. last year, well, back in 2017 when I moved back home, um, I was struggling real hard. And my dogs hadn't been to a vet because I had, like, no money yeah. to take them to the vet, you know? It cost me three to $400 to take them to Easily, the vet. Easily, yeah. So I finally took them after I had enough money, and I took one, and they told me that his 
You know, I had to, he had to get his teeth cleaned. Oh, yeah. And yeah, then it was going to cost that. me $700 to get his teeth cleaned. What? And I freaked out. Shit. I was like, oh, my God, how am I going to do this? I'm going to sell this booty or whatever. So, <laughs> my dog's going to have clean teeth. So I had to get, like, two side yeah. jobs. Uh-huh. You know? And oh I God, racked yeah. up enough money to where I had to do that. Like, I had to, you know, I wasn't going to ask anybody for $700. Right. I'm like... Where am I going to get that? So I had to do like Uber or like, you know, yeah. Instacart or whatever. And yeah. I raised enough money and then that st- like became my little side thing. Yeah. Where I'm like, oh, I need money here. So let yeah. me work a couple jobs. Even so, for, <laughs> y'all know the story. Even for fur moms, we're going to I mean, hustle. I'm serious. I had, you know, I, I had some debts I had to pay. Yeah. And then on top of his vet bills, I'm like, yeah. I have to do it. Yeah. So Those are your babies. Yeah. Seriously, Aww. I mean, motherhood is motherhood. Whether yeah, <laughs> whether anything. I was I like, mean, whatever I have to do, I'm gonna have to do it. Yeah, so those so are Yeah, I'm like, yeah. I'm gonna have to do it. So, hey, well, at least you know that if you ever have human children, their teeth will be taken. <laughs> I know, right? Now it's gonna hustle. I got this. They will have health insurance. <laughs> yes. Seriously, hey. that's yeah, so crazy. It's, it's, yeah. I mean, um, you do what you have to do when you have things that you take care of, kids, you know, dogs, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. That's so true. For those you love, period. Yeah. Because yeah. mm-hmm. I know there's people that take care of, like, family members, yeah. and they're out mm-hmm. here struggling, and I get it. It's hard. <laughs> it's hard work. Aww. Yeah, I get it. Of course. Oh, my oh. goodness. <laughs> Little Melody's oh. going to join us. <laughs> She's so cute. Come here, Metro. I call her Meche. Yeah. <laughs> she really is a Meche. Like, she, look at her. Oh, look at She's getting so chubby. I don't even know how she so hates food. So, up in the mic. Say what's up, girlfriend. Hey, girl. Hi, <laughs> Look at you. Aww. She's smiling. <laughs> She's like, hi, mom. Oh, my, oh, my goodness. Up, She's like, who is this woman? <laughs> Look at those eyelashes. Baldies. Yeah. <laughs> You're so beautiful. Special appearance by Melody, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I swear, nothing can beat this. Nothing yeah, can beat like this little human. Like, hi, oh, my so precious. Thank oh, you, my gosh. mama. <laughs> she knows that's you. Like, look at just... her arm rolls, though. Like, I trip out because I'm like, you have no ankles and no wrist and no wrist. <laughs> <laughs> she's the cutest thank oh my you. goodness thank you for making an appearance melody how do you feel <laughs> look at her she's, she's like, like oh what's up girlfriend <laughs> oh my goodness thank you for sharing your birth story about melody with us <laughs> i know you have a special story. oh my goodness huh. hi girlfriend i know look i didn't her. save the the shirt um, that she was born in, but I have the pajama pants because those were pulled down, so those didn't get dirty or anything. Mm. So I have those, and I, I mean, I didn't get any pictures, but I try to save up like little details. Like I took a picture of her with um, the sweater I was wearing and the shirt I was wearing that's covered in like yuckness. I took a picture of her with it so she can have that. Just because, you know, I'm like, I want you to know that you did me dirty. <laughs> oh, my goodness. She's she the cutest. Yeah. And, of course, my daughter is, like, the best. She's so helpful. Yeah. Girl, She's so helpful. I think, like, I was glad I waited so long because <laughs> Audrey was, like, the most help. Like, whenever, Aww. you know, she would come home from, from school and she'd be like, what do you need? And I'd be like, can you get me diapers, wipes? And, you know, she runs to yeah. the, you know, to grab them. That's one thing I'm so grateful for. Like, her and the boys, like, will make me a bottle. We'll yeah. change her diaper. Like, she has kept her the whole time we've been doing this podcast. Girl, I and wouldn't she... have known. I thought she was asleep. Yeah, no. She, she hangs <laughs> she out with my was daughter. Awake. And, <laughs> and sometimes, you know, she's like, Mom, ugh, I don't want to change. You know, like, she'll, uh-huh. but she does it. And I'm like, Thank God. Like, I know I complain, but I'm so grateful because I would lose my mind, honestly. And you have great kids. That comes to show that, you know, they're going to take care of their own if, you know, needed be. And it's funny because recently I had seen, like, a, a... an article talking about that moms with four kids or more are less stressed than moms that have three kids or less. Really? Um, Yeah. And so the article was talking about that moms with three kids or less are more stressed because either the kids are back to back and they're younger in age, so they have like more needed attention (laughs) or that, um, you know, you know, mom's getting pulled one way or another because kind of the age difference too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But when you have four kids or more, 
they're less stressed because the kids take care of each other. Yeah. yeah. And I can literally vouch to that because today when we went to go eat, the older kids can take Ezra to go play in the playground or like, you know, at Chick-fil-A, they have like the little play area. Mm -hmm. They'll go take him while I can, like, scarf down my food really yeah. quick yeah. and be able to eat. And then, you know, Ezra's at the point that he's self-sufficient. You know, he can walk. He can run. He, yeah. You know? So I can see why sometimes it's less stress. But at the same time, yeah, you have more kids, too, that need you. But yeah. it does come with that balance. So I can kind of see that. Because when it's only, like, me and Ezra or me and Audrey and Ezra... Like, Audrey gets tired of him just, mm -hmm. you know, just being... She's like, tap out, Mom. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, and Ezra, or when, you know, there's those times where we don't have, you know, the older the older boys or Ezra, and it's just me and Ezra, and he just wants someone to play with him, mm -hmm. you know, and he gets tired of, like, Mom, you don't know how to fucking play superheroes. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, like, he literally runs to my husband and is like, yay, Daddy's home, like, someone who knows how to do decent fucking sound effects and shit <laughs> dinosaur sounds yeah exactly so so I totally do you get ever it. get like alone time do you get help from what people? is that I <laughs> huh <laughs> do you, do you get a dictionary what does that mean yeah. <laughs> honestly because people that know me from the past like i was working in clubs and i was doing bottle service that was my getaway because okay. I was, even though i was at work mm -hmm. but that was like I could dress up, I could put makeup on, I could, you know, and that's why I feel like I was addicted to that lifestyle because... That was your moment to get it. I was okay. making money, mm -hmm. but I was like, oh, woman me, you know? Okay. And when I left it, it was like, I didn't know how to deal with just being a mom. Like, this mm. is the most... I've had makeup on today because I had to, because I don't want to go out Girl. looking like a crackhead and like, <laughs> you know? I Damn, that's me right now. <laughs> but see, like, I tell her all the time, and it makes me crazy. She's like, I look so busted up. I and did. I'm like, you look so pretty no, without yeah. makeup. Have you seen me without any makeup? I look scary. Me too. Yeah. I at least have, like, CC cream on, because I'm like, I cannot walk out of the house without something I can't something scare y'all like that. <laughs> <laughs> Melody's yeah. like, y'all do look busted. <laughs> Melody's like, I'm cute oh or whatever. Gosh, she's so precious. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Just wait till you get older, girl. Your mom's going to get you that $1,200 ambulance bill. <laughs> I have them all saved because right? I get one weekly. Yes, ma'am. Uh, yes, ma'am. Yes. That's so funny because they're real de detailed on them because it's like mm -hmm. from the city of Dallas. Oh, they and tell you everything and they use. Silver and Singleton, like the address where they picked you up mm -hmm. and like how many wipes they use to wipe Are your you bottom with. Yeah, they have to itemize them now. Girl, it's kind of, I'm like, you know what? I don't even, that, that can stay on my credit for a while. <laughs> I don't know where I'm getting. No one told her to come while we're driving. Yeah. What are you doing coming? like that <laughs> she's the cutest Thank oh my you. goodness and i'm so excited because we're getting some fuzz right ma'am yeah. we're getting a little bit of fuzz that's the most her she's had since she's oh. been born so that's exiting yeah. how old is she she'll be six months september okay. 7th She's oh my so tiny. goodness! Yeah, I know the doctor's like she's a little overweight for her height, and I'm like, what? really? <laughs> I Don't feel be fat shaming my kid. Don't be fat shaming my kid. No, yeah. right, and but Melody. she doesn't like food, which is weird. She doesn't eat, like baby food. Mm. I try to give so her like beans don't. and like other food, and she's like, <laughs> she <laughs> so she drinks his milk, yeah. which is weird because all of my other kids like she started eating baby food at what like three months, and she was eating bean juice mm -hmm. and all kind of other food or whatever, and she was premature. Like she yeah. was at 30, 33 weeks, oh, just four goodness. pounds, and wow. she was like so developed, and, and she's taller than me now. Mm -hmm. Girl, yes. So it's like, how come this little one just wants formula? <laughs> I don't get it. Yes, I'm talking about you. Yeah, she's like, what'd you say, Mom? Yeah. She's so cute. Oh, my goodness. Thank you. Thank you so much for sharing your story yes, with us. We really welcome. appreciate you. And, I mean, I really hope that this episode really kind of shines a light on, like, the raw and kind of, like, you know, not uncensored. Well, a little bit, I guess. <laughs> but, you know, there's what moms so much do to, what take moms do to take care of their families. take care of their kids. Yeah. They're going to hustle. They're going to you know juggle two three jobs and you know that's okay but as long as your kids are met taken care of like mm -hmm. that's all that matters yeah thank you for being here with us thank, thank you, so you guys much. for having I me you so much. thank you i was so excited to be on you on your podcast i was just like ah! and i told my kids about it and i told i have friends that are big fans of you guys so i was Aww. like i'm gonna record with them today <laughs> 
not trying to brag low key. But yeah, yeah. I'm really excited. No, like we always said, anybody feels, you know, more than welcome to share their story with us. If you know, some people don't really Oh, she wants to talk. <laughs> she to wants you. to talk. Hold on, guys. <laughs> what you wanna say about your mama? Say it, girl. <laughs> say it. Don't tell her my secrets, girl. Right? <laughs> She's like, let me tell you. Yeah. No, but seriously, anybody who wants to share their story or wants us to share their story, or if you have a topic that mm-hmm. you guys want us to talk about, feel more than welcome to message us, DM us, email us, and we'll be more than happy to, you know, have an episode about your story or even have you Let's on here. Chat about I mean, it. Chat about yeah. it. Yeah. That helps us get more exposure. That helps more people hear about us. And, you know, like we always say, there's nothing that you can't talk about that will make someone else feel lonely. Yeah. Someone's going through it. Someone's been through it, you know. So if anything, just DM <laughs> us and let us know if you want to be on our podcast. Um, so make sure you guys like, subscribe and follow us um, either mm-hmm. on iTunes or any other uh, media that you guys listen to us. And yep. Until next time, guys. Have a good night. Thank Bye. you. Bye. Bye. <laughs>